I'm Warren Berkeley with the Laurel Heights Church of Christ. I'm recording this on December the 19th with an apology. We did not get the recording made of the sermon this morning, December the 19th. So what I'm going to do is take a few minutes and give you a summary of the sermon delivered from the pulpit at Laurel Heights this morning, December the 19th. I was preaching this morning on four things we need to know about the birth of Christ. See, we are in a season of the year where this comes up all the time, the birth of Christ. Many people bring it up in December and never think much of Christ the rest of the year. So this sermon is about four things we need to know about the birth of Christ. Time is not sufficient for me to deliver the entire sermon in detail, but I wanted to put this summary of the sermon on the website. Four things we need to know about the birth of Christ. Number one, he existed before his birth. He existed before his mother's birth, before Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John were born, before Moses, before Abraham, before Adam. In the book of John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, I read that passage during the sermon this morning, and you've heard this before. And it affirms the pre-existence of Christ. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. This is the truth about Jesus Christ that's not commonly brought up during this season, not commonly covered on the History Channel, the Discovery Channel, the occasional CNN documentaries, but in the Gospel of John especially, this point is made. I want you to listen to one time when Jesus made the point, and it startled the people who were there. John eight fifty eight. Jesus said, Before Abraham was, I am. The Apostle Paul wrote in Colossians 1.16, all things were made through him. Hebrews 1 verse 2, God said through him, I created the world. That's the pre-existence of Christ. It is affirmed in scripture and it is essential truth Christians believe. And we believe that truth and we respond to Jesus Christ throughout the year, not just during this season. Number two, his birth was prophesied. I want you to look in your Bible in Isaiah chapter 9 and chapter 7, and you will discover prophecies of the birth of Jesus Christ to a virgin. Then when you consult Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, and in Matthew chapter 2, that's connected to Micah's prophecy in Micah chapter 5 and verse 2. The prophets 
did not have the ability of coming up with these forecasts or announcing history in advance. God gave them this information. Number three, we can make very quick work of this point because there is not a passage. We do not know the day. Perhaps there are people who expect to open the Bible and find December 25th and read all about what people do during the season, but it isn't there. The Bible doesn't give the day, nor does the Bible specify all the celebration that people engage in. There is in the New Testament the Lord's Day, Acts 20 and verse 7, 1 Corinthians 16, Revelation 1 and verse 10. And the New Testament teaches that every disciple of Christ must be a disciple every day. Jesus said, take up your cross daily and follow me but there is a noticeable absence of anything like what commonly occurs this time of year when people do something religious on one or two days a year. Number four, the purpose of Jesus coming into the world. Galatians 4 and verse 4 says, When the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law. And the next verse says, to redeem those who were under the law. In 1 John chapter 4 and verse 9, by this the love of God was manifested in us that God has sent his only begotten son into the world so that we might live through him. The same in 1 John 4, 14 and 1 John chapter 4 and verse 10. So, Jesus existed with God and as God before the foundation of the world. His birth fulfilled prophecy. We do not know the calendar day of his birth. We do know that God sent his only begotten son into the world so that we might live through him. And we know that it says in Hebrews 5 verse 9, Jesus is the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him. Our response to Jesus day after day, that is what we need to be doing. So I apologize for not getting the sermon recorded this morning, and I offer this seven-minute summary of what we preach this morning. Thank you.